Welcome back to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise Relationship Podcast. I'm your host and life coach, Yvonne. Today's show, How I Made $100,000 with Allison Cotton, is brought to you by You Are Dynamic, LLC, the personal development company that believes in and cares about you. So thanks for tuning in. The purpose of my podcast is to help you notice your pattern of negative choices because they're sabotaging your life. When instead, you can empower, educate, and encourage yourself to make daily changes so you can thrive, not just survive. You'll hear stories from the Yvonne Vault and Yvonne-isms. I'm also famous for playing the angel's advocate by asking those thought-provoking questions just to get you thinking seriously about your life so you can make adjustments along the way. In today's episode, I'm continuing my series on the mind-body connection and how to heal without medication. And my guest today is Allison Cotton, who is CEO of Soul Connector. She's joining us from New South Wales. Allison's life purpose is to show you how to trust your own inner guidance and have the courage to take chances on yourself with a feeling of excitement and joy because you are worth it. Well, the bus got the best of Allison at about 19 miles per hour. And did she ask for help? No. Instead, when the bus driver asked if she was okay, her immediate response was, yep, I'm fine, we can keep going. Never mind that she just flew forward inside the bus, landing awkwardly and causing her body major injury. Find out what Allison did when the doctor prescribed her addictive pain medication to alleviate her pain and why she says that COVID was an upgrade for her. Listen in. My guest today is Allison Cotton, who is the CEO of Soul Connector. Welcome, Allison. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for having me. It's fabulous. Looking forward to this conversation. Awesome sauce. Me too. So tell us a little bit about Allison. Allison is very multidimensional. <laughs> I am a mom, a dog mom, I'm a business owner, I'm a wife, you name it, I'm probably been it or am it. (laughs) Working with women in business to get them consistent clients, which means consistent cash. And Mm. that is the one thing that we don't seem to have a lot of when we first start our businesses out because we're kind of in the realms of, I don't know what I'm doing and spinning our wheels. And we tend to forget to ask for help in the process. Mm. That's part of my purpose here is for women to ask for help and to receive that help through my work. So women asking for help. And as you alluded to, we don't do that very well. It's not in our DNA. Maybe we're not accustomed to it. For whatever reason, we don't do it, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And I'm glad that you agreed to interview with me today on the subject of healing without meds, because this is very important to me personally, but it's also important in the business sense. Absolutely. That's part of why 
we end up injured or with ailments in the first place is because we're not asking. We're trying to do everything on our own, which as we progress through this conversation, you know, will come about of how I got to where I got and why. <laughs> exactly. I know you said you had a hip injury, but that's not the only thing that occurred to you. Tell us how you came about this meeting with the bus. <laughs> My meeting with the bus. Um, so in 20, in August, on August 20, 2022, I was going to take my son to a military open day where he's joining the military and ducked into town and then we came back. We wanted to come and watch the flyover. So we were on the bus from the car park to the event. My son had said to me, Mum, what's the time? And I've let go of the rail in the full bus and the bus had to slam his brakes on. And so Alison came into contact very heavily with the bus and injured her hip. Mm. The bus won. I did not. <laughs> so yes. you injured the hip. And now I know when we were speaking yeah. earlier, when the bus stopped, it threw you forward? Correct. So for our listeners, if you were to imagine yourself standing in the corridor of the bus and holding on to the side rails that attached to the seats, it was a full bus and we were standing probably about two seats from the front through the corridor. Standing room only, you tend to sort of rock and roll with the movement of the bus. Well, when you let go, you end up at the front when he slams his brakes on, which is mm -hmm. what happened. I got quite an impact. I think he was going uh, around 30 kilometres an hour at the time. So I'm not sure what that is in miles, but um, it was quite, quite a significant dunk. My body shut down I remember and I've done this in the past when I've had car accidents my body has just gone into okay when just it goes limp it's like it shuts down you know our brain just switches off I could already sense myself going in, the, in that propulsion forward and I don't remember anything else apart from that feeling of going forward and then so immediately I've gone fingers yes fingers move yep toes move Oh, and then the embarrassment hit. Just like everybody has just watched me fall. The poor bus oh. driver didn't know what to do with himself. My son didn't know what to do with himself. Everyone's looking at me what felt like horror and shock, like, oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so it was quite an adrenaled moment because my body then just kicked into okay we've got to keep moving we've got to keep going here the bus needs to keep going it can't be stopped we've got a full pass of people and the bus driver was like are you okay and I'm like yep I'm fine we can just keep going now and I, I literally felt fine in that moment like yes I'd had a bit of a dunk I knew that there would be pain eventually like it's going to come at some point but in that moment I just felt like I'd fallen over and I could just literally get back up and move on with my day which is and what I did. you did it's what you and did. I made the flyover. Now that's important. <laughs> that was the you important made the part. flyover. But <laughs> what we're going into next is what actually happened as a mm -hmm. result. We had another three-hour drive home, so we had to drive home. We get home. I go to bed, very sore in this by this point, very upset at myself. Went to bed, so I slept. Woke up the next morning and went, oh. I was in significant pain to the point where my husband needed to help me into the shower so I could make my way to the hospital because I still hadn't been to the hospital to check myself out at this point. 11 o'clock Sunday morning, we head to the hospital and I 
I was struggling to walk. I was struggling to get in the car and they did a CT scan and told me that I had torn my psoas muscle, which is the major muscle, your psoas muscle. So it's P-S-O-A-S, it's your psoas muscle. It is the major muscle that runs from your spine attaching to your diaphragm down to your hips. Mm. And I had torn it. Now, for the listeners, listeners, you showed me what that looks like, but it's spelled P-S-O-A-S for you who would like to look it up because you could get a really good idea of what she went through if you were to see it for the listeners. So when you get a chance, look that up, P-S-O-A-S, muscle? Yes, correct. Okay. So the doctor said to me, you've torn your psoas muscle. And I said, great. And he said, they can be worse than an, an actual fracture because it's muscle and it takes just about the same amount of time as it takes to heal a fracture. So they told me it would be about a three-month journey of healing, of getting back to, inverted quotes, normal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yay, what a journey to go on. Three months, three months of healing. So but the thing is it's been an entire 12 months of healing. Even though I'm a lot stronger and the muscle is healed and all is well, there is this mental journey that you go on as well. And that's specifically part of why we're here today. The journey that you you went through. Mm -hmm. Because they had determined that I had pinched my sciatica nerve at the same time through the CT scan. So not only did I tear my muscle, I also pinched nerves And this is why I was feeling such significant pain because the nerve was pinched, which if anyone has experienced sciatica, there is a massive pain line that runs down the back of your leg. You can't sit, you can't get comfortable, you can't lay down, you can't do this, you can't do that. And it's just an array of things. So the doctors were like, okay, here's your endone for the pain. Here's your nerve blocker for the sciatica. Go home, rest up. I said to the doctor at the time, is the nerve blocking addictive because I was just curious I'd never heard of this drug before I can't even remember the name of the drug my apologies but my intuition was saying to me don't take it so I came home and I googled thank you Dr Google I googled the medication and it said that it was an addictive pain remover refused to have them not only because my intuition was saying no but I didn't want to get hooked on medication there's so Mm. much better alternatives out there than the medication that they were giving me and I knew that on a subconscious level I just had to find it once I had processed everything that was going on and this was the process it's like you said it's mental Mm -hmm. and intuition that a lot of times we don't follow Mm -hmm. oh exactly can you give us just a synopsis of your 12-month so far journey? Okay, so for the first three-month period that they said I would take to heal, by the 10th of November, I was doing Bikram yoga. Bikram so yoga. Bikram yoga, which is hot yoga. So okay. you're in a 35-degree room at 70% humidity, and you're contorting yourself into these 26 poses. That Even with the sciatica? I was. I was um, not in my most fabulous way of doing it but my yoga teacher had told me this years and years and years ago I don't care if you come and you lay there for the entire session but you come you make the effort to come and your body will heal 
again, the intuition was going, go to yoga, Alison, go to yoga, Alison. And I was afraid. My mental mind got in the way and said, but it's going to hurt. And you can hardly walk now. Because the body wants to protect us. Correct. So I ended up, I overrode my mental mind and went. I think I, at the minute I got there, I cried my eyes out. It was just so healing to be in that space at that moment. That in itself was healing. She can have up to 20 or 25 people in that room. And I think that particular day there might have been eight or something to that extent. But just to walk into that room was a miracle for me to the point where it brought me to tears and it still does now. That was the journey that started this entire strength to strength to strength over the last 12 months. My mental mind got better. My physical body got better. And I noticed that now, 12 months on, I can walk further. I can run, whereas I couldn't run 12 months ago. I couldn't even walk. But there are things that I wasn't even doing prior to the injury that I'm doing now. Body was asking me to go to yoga. That was the medicine my body needed. The whole 12 months? Or was there some other methods that you used? I've been doing yoga every week for the last 12 months. I've learned over the years to trust what my body's telling me Mm -hmm. and I just do it. And our body is the vessel here on this earth, right? We came to this earth to have a physical and emotional experience in the light of a soul. So our soul speaks through our body. Our body does the function of living and breathing and experiencing and emotion, emotionalizing this world. So why wouldn't you not listen to your body? Your body is the because vessel. We're, we're programmed. Not That's to. right. We have lots and lots of conditioning that society and the world and people have offered to us. And what get- happens when we don't listen to our intuition? What happens to you? I was forcing things with my mental mind. I was not listening to my body. I was not listening to my intuition. I was just going, no, got to do this. No, got to do this. No, got to do this. And every time I would do it, it wouldn't work. And I was getting more and more and more frustrated with myself to the point where my body just went, well, she's going to stop. And that was the bus moment. My father used to tell me this all the time. And I never believed him. And every time I injured myself over the last 20, 30, 40 years, I go, okay, dad, you know, dad's, dad's words are in my ears going, if you don't slow down, you're going to get sick and you will be having to slow down. I'm like, thanks dad. And And then the fire gets turned up. That's what I call it. So the fire got turned up for you when you had the meeting with the bus. Mm hmm. Certainly did. You also said when we spoke earlier that COVID was an upgrade. Yes. What did you mean by that? So this is non-related to the hip, just so our audience knows we're changing topics here. But the for COVID, I know it's a virus. And what happens with viruses? It attacks our cells. Our cells are what hold the light of our soul in our body. Right? It's part of our DNA. If you get a virus you are having a cellular upgrade on some level. doesn't matter what that virus is. doesn't matter what that illness is. It's a cellular level upgrade. It's so your body and our cells hold the light of our soul, as I said just before. So when we're able to hold more, more light in the cells of our body, we are expanding. 
we are holding more source light, we are holding more awareness, more wisdom, more intuition in our body. And COVID is that. It's this cellular breakdown that enlightens more cells to regenerate, to hold more light, if that makes any sense at all. I know. So we are always expanding, we are always growing, right? It's part of our journey is to evolve. We get viruses, people either die from them or they don't. And in that evolutionary process, if you don't die from it, then you're evolving from it. Your body takes on the energy or essence of this and gives you an upgrade so you can have this beautiful human experience. If I can understand it, it's more like... Every seven years, we have a total recellular regeneration. Our entire body goes through a cellular generation, yes. To be able to hold more wisdom of your soul. Now, the body's powerful. And so is the mind. And there's a connection, mind-body connection. Mm -hmm. Our minds do try to protect us. Yes. It's not always good what our minds... Not always for our benefit. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. the side effects for me were sleeping a lot and being tired. And I still have that cough that comes with it. Mm -hmm. Now, I was just saying, I don't know, maybe a month ago, I'm so tired, I need a rest. I spoke those words. And then it sounded like I manifested COVID. They quarantined us for five days. I couldn't go to work for five days. But of course, it was in my system before I even knew. So I was resting before then, didn't really realize it because it was, I was so tired all the time. But now I got to stay home and I was always so tired. So yes, it sounded like I manifested the rest that I asked for a month ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Without up in a different way. And this is what happened with me in the bus. My body was telling me to slow down, to stop forcing things, that you were trying to do all the wrong things, right? As all a business the wrong owner. Or too many things. All the wrong things. Okay. So so to jump back a little bit, before my hip injury in the August, as a business owner, I was trying to run some courses to make money, right? Because that that's the idea of it. We we do these things, we for money. I was sitting there with my mental mind going, oh, I'll put this out. Oh, I'll put this out. And whilst there was people engaging in in it, no one was buying the product, Mm. right? So Alison was getting quite frustrated going, well, why isn't this working? And then my intuition would go, because you're not listening to me. And I'm like, shut up, intuition. You've got it wrong. I know what I'm talking about. Rah, 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 rah. I was out of alignment. I had to get back in alignment and that way was showing me through the hip. Well, I didn't manifest the bus. I didn't want to exactly hit a bus. But, but that the was the conduit that it happened. Shut me down enough to tell me that I had to pay attention. Just like you with the resting and then getting COVID suddenly, just surprisingly, ta-da. It was me against the world, right? I was like so angry and so frustrated and that I was making no money. And yet the universe kept saying to me all the way through this going, no, it's not the thing that you're supposed to be selling. You're not supposed to be selling this. You're supposed to be selling that. And I'm like, I don't want to do nothing about that. I'm doing that. So you so, weren't listening. That's right. And it's, it's when you're not listening is when the universe says, right, we need to do something about this and intervene. And that's part of the upgrade, right? Body's asking you to rest. My body was asking me to stop doing everything that I was doing and start again. This was my upgrade. This was my opportunity to upgrade my cells. 
this was my opportunity to listen to my intuition more than I ever have in my entire life. I'm pretty intuitive. My next level was becoming more intuitive. Your next level you weren't listening. That's correct. Just like you weren't listening with the rest. So the universe went right. Well, we're gonna make a rest. Absolutely. Unfortunately, we do this to ourselves. And when we do this to ourselves, it seems like we're running in the other direction instead of the right direction. So we're we're doing what we're accustomed to doing. That's right. But it's not the right thing. That's correct. Which Mm -hmm. is why listening for these last 12 months, coming back to the question of what you asked about, you know, how is these last 12 months in a, in a synopsis, like it has made me become so much more intuitive that, and he's like, how did you do that? I just listened to the big guy upstairs and he said, cook now. (laughs) Okay. I'll start cooking now. This last 12 months is giving me that confirmation that every time I've listened to what the big guy was telling me it worked out perfect every time and this is what we don't understand because we can hear from God or we can hear from self and sometimes we don't know the difference so I want to go and have a bowl of ice cream but I know that that is not going to work for me because my stomach will cramp up and I will get sick Mm-hmm. So what do we do? We find a way around it anyway. And then there are consequences. And mm-hmm. suffering is not what the game is here on earth. I don't believe it is either. I believe we do that to ourselves, unfortunately. Yeah. We and do. when we're not listening to our intuition and, you know, and intuition is just the embodiment of our physical mind and heart and soul, right? That congruence that you were talking about earlier. Except when we step in and get out of alignment. Now tell me, how do you help others to heal without meds? I teach them to listen to their intuition more, just like I did. I had to relearn how to listen to my intuition over the last 12 months. I went from making $1,000 for the entire year in 2022 because I wasn't listening to my intuition to by the time... This goes out and December and we get to the end of December, I would have made one hundred thousand dollars. Just from learning to listen to your intuition and following. Yep. So every date of my program has been intuitively guided to me. Every single program and the details of the program have been intuitively guided to me. At every turn, whether I thought it was right or not, I've said yes, because when I said no last time, look what happened. When we think about it, Allison, it's like, wow, I'm behind schedule because had I listened last month, then maybe I would have been at a different place. But I also believe that things happen in their timing. Correct. A time and place for everything. Exactly. In our last few minutes, Mm -hmm. you did something in September that I don't know if I could ever do. (laughs) Share that with us in closing. So through COVID, Tony Robbins did his online UPW, Unleash the Power Within. The experience was out of this world. Was there fear in the beginning? No. Okay. How did you prepare to do this? There was a lot of priming through Tony Robbins' work throughout the day of the event because mentally I had gone in knowing that I was doing a firewalk. I wasn't missing out. I kind of got the FOMO going, well, I'm not missing out on that one. By this time we had gotten to 
the moment where you need to walk onto those those hot coals. I was having the most amazing experience in my mind, in my heart, that I literally glided over those coals, did not mm. feel a thing. It was really? a magical experience. Yeah, it was a such a mad. You could feel that there was heat. You could feel the heat as you stepped onto the coals, but they did not burn you. Mm -hmm. I walked away with no burns whatsoever, and I felt more empowered than ever that I could get to such a place where I could do something like that for myself. Is it a long walk? Okay, so when you're looking at it from the outside and they're preparing it and they're putting the hot coals down and you physically look at it, you go, that's a long way. But the, the, the beautiful thing about all of this, right, regardless of doing the fire walk, being in the right state of mind, I wasn't alone. We talked about this earlier, right, where being alone on the journey is the hard thing. But I wasn't alone. I had 30,000 people around me. They were all wanting the best for me, just like I was wanting the best from them. Tony was watching every single person walk over those coals. Mm -hmm. What makes it so fantastic is the celebration afterwards. And that is my takeaway. It doesn't matter what you do, fire walking, business owner, it's celebrating the win at the end. I celebrated that walk. I was jumping up and down and I was like, woohoo! Like, it was amazing. But I've taken that and I do that with everything now. I woohoo everything that I do that is something that I've achieved. From the smallest to the biggest accomplishments. From the smallest to the biggest because... The universe is always saying yes to us. We have to respond to that by saying thank you, by saying woohoo, by celebrating the fact that we are here. Now, why would I want to be drugged up off my head on pain blocking medication and endone and all the things when there's so much more to celebrate than being in fog? So the side effects from the medications and I can't believe oh, the these commercials. The commercials the say, oh, take this medicine, but... You could die from it or you, you can go blind from it or yeah, yeah. Effects, but you should take the medicine. What? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And look, I mean, how many cancer survivors have not done the medicine because they have believed in their heart of hearts through their intuition, through their guidance of God or source or whatever it is that they believe in, don't do it. Don't take the medication. You can do this yourself. How many people do you see that are miracle people that have never taken a medication, never gone through any cancer treatment, and yet now in remission or have survived? That's how powerful we are in our bodies and our mind. We can hear every message under the sun, but if we take no action with it, what happens? Nothing changes. So in this instance of I was taking action, but I was taking the wrong action. The universe said, no, that's not the right action, Alison. We're going to make you stop and listen properly. Just like you said a month ago, I need some rest, I'm super tired, and you didn't listen. You didn't take the action then, so the universe then made you take the action a month later. It's the action piece that we often forget to do. And we don't trust the intuition. We don't trust ourselves enough. I look at it from the perspective here. If you don't trust yourself, what's the worst that can happen? The universe says, the, they say, no, no, Alison, stop. What's the worst that can happen if you don't listen to your intuition or don't trust your intuition enough? What happens? You know, it says no, doesn't work. Try another way. 
So then your body goes, oh, try this way. I said this to you a month ago. Try this. And you do it. And it works. And it's fantastic. You're like, woohoo, it fucking worked. What took so long? Why did not listen to begin with? You can only build trust through action. All right, listeners. Did you hear that? You can only build trust through action. action. Thank you, Allison, for being a part of the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise Relationship podcast. One thing that, and again, get your pens and papers out, write it down, write your text message or whatever it is that you want to do. I want you to believe that the universe says yes to you every time. Good, bad, or indifferent, the universe will say yes every time. The Mind-Body Connection is a series where I've done many episodes on for the past couple of months. It's something that I've been wanting to discuss for a while now. So far, I've interviewed a young lady with chronic lymphatic leukemia, a hypnotherapist, a person who healed himself from arthritis overnight, a young lady with 24 different diagnoses and was on her deathbed, a young man who now teaches healing using your thoughts, and so many more. According to Harvard Health, quote, we've gotten used to taking pills for everything that ails us, but medications have side effects and cost money, end quote. And according to Hesperian.org, quote, for most sicknesses, no medicines are needed. Our bodies have their own defenses or ways to resist and fight disease. In most cases, these natural defenses are far more important to our health than our medicines, end quote. Thanks again for being a regular listener to the Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise Relationship Podcast. I'm inviting you to tune back in at any time. Shout out to all of my listeners globally. Remember to subscribe and tell a friend about the podcast so we can get the word out and you're notified when a new episode is posted. And I want you to reach out to me, author at gmail.com. I want to hear your thoughts. And until we meet again, I want you to always remember that you are dynamic. Why? Because despite everything you've been through, you're still here.